Welcome to Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Here's your trio of hosts, Dan, John, and Danny. Welcome to this episode of Phantom Faction Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. And I'm John. Welcome back, John. Thank you very much. Thanks for showing up. Yep. I remembered. <laughs> yeah. You remembered this time. I remembered this time, yeah. We've missed you. In my older uh, years, I'm starting to get very forgetful, I guess. <laughs> we, we missed you with every bullet so far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here together again, and we have a special guest live with us. Is it live? <laughs> Is well, really live? She well, is alive. We're not broadcasting live, but she's no. live. She's live. She's not she's over live. the phone. That's right. For a change. Yeah, that was the point that That's I was getting right. across. And we were but... on stage at the Haunted Theater. Yeah. We haven't been up here in a while. We're always in the basement or your That's place right. or yeah. on location. That's right. Uh, and there's a lot going on here today. Oh, when, so we, when we walked in, it was like getting a slap in the face. Yeah. This is what I hear. That's and right. we're going to hear more about it because uh, Carrie Lynn Shell... Horn. Horn. I almost said shell hammer. You know, I'm like, there's my memory going, right? You know? Our very special guest. Yes. Carrie, Carrie Lynn, Lynn, welcome. Thank you for having me. Uh, Carrie Lynn is a psychic medium from the Guelph area. Yes. That's right. Social media everywhere, she says. Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, psychic medium for a living, is this what you do? Full time, 13 yeah. years. Nice. Professionally for 13 years, but this has been my normal since I was a little kid. Right. So, so tell me how that first started for you. Like what, what said, I'm seeing things or I'm, how did, how did the intuition come to you? Right. So, um, I grew up on a 130 acre farm outside of Sault Ste. Marie and my grandparents severed property for my parents to build the house I grew up in. So I was five when we moved into that house, five when I started seeing things at the original farmhouse. And so it was just sort of my norm off and on through teenage years and then uh, when I had my kids in my early 20s uh, the kids were having experiences and it just kind of rolled from there because the kids were having experiences I stepped into doing this like coming out of the witchy woo closet right right? like Mm -hmm. it was a real thing and so might as well be open and honest about it and it started with a radio show for parenting kids who were intuitive and it went from there Mm mm-hmm and it was just one of those things where it's, I've got to know why, or I've got to know. Yeah, yeah. super curious and nosy. And because of how I receive information, mm-hmm. I want more. If I have to feel how people died, I want them to show me as much information as possible, right? Wow. So, and I was always curious, like my brother, when we were teenagers, uh, felt he saw a UFO in our field in the backyard, grew up around. Uh, my grandpa was a trapper, so he always had... Bigfoot stories and mm. for in our area up north so it was just a curiosity there's there's things that we don't understand that I want to know more about right now you uh, you were speaking of being from northern Ontario yeah and you said that uh, you know because that area I think because it's more environmental up there I mean more trees more rocks more everything right. rivers stuff like that so power of lake superior really, right mm-hmm. so that really kind of you you feel that it it's really amplifies. Spawned, amplified mm-hmm. it more i for sure right. i feel that it amplifies the energies right. um and i find even working down south here um the areas that i work like 
St. Mary's, when I'm working in St. Mary's, it's right along the water. Anywhere where I'm working where there's water, railroad tracks, it just seems to amplify mm. all of the information that's coming in. Mm. That is good. And then uh, what, what spawned the move to Guelph? What was his name? <laughs> <laughs> that I divorced. <laughs> oh. Didn't see that coming, did you, psychic lady? Uh, yeah. We're into the juicy stuff. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. It was, uh, my, my kids were small, actually, so I've been in the Guelph area for almost uh, 20 years. So, right. you know, it was just um, opportunities we're going to be long-term looking at. Mm -hmm. uh, opportunities for my kids' school education work for me was going to be easier if I was down south so sure. we yeah. made the move well which has worked out well and Guelph's a good place to live too it's it pretty is. central yeah lots of uh lots of ghosts old buildings and limestone there as well yeah. right yeah yeah I, you know what i don't even really work in guelph very much oh yeah okay it's kind of like it's just your base of operations wanting to be able to go to the and it's starting that i can't go to the grocery store without being harangued so it right. was trying to keep it by spirits or by the living <laughs> or really? both really yeah. people recognize you and they're exactly like, yeah they want to know you're reaching for the same can of corn and they're like oh can yeah. you tell me if my mother yeah. uh, you know you she gave even? me a reading three years ago mm. and oh, okay. like and i'm very humbled by that and i'm very grateful to be able to to do my job but mm -hmm. you, you know you're schlopping your way to the grocery store you're a celebrity yep. you're not on john's a yep. celebrity he is one stalker. I was recognized by one person. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird feeling. Yeah. Right? It's a weird feeling when someone recognizes you out of yeah. context, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't know that. It's only my voice that gets me recognized. Yes. Yeah. All the commercials in the area. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you're, you're, obviously you talked about your kids. Yeah, I have four children. Mm -hmm. So three boys, one girl, 26, 25, 22, and 14, and all of them are like me. So they wow. have, they have the talent. They have the mm -hmm. not yeah. that they want it. Right. I mean, two of them work with me a little more than the other two. Come out to events and help out or, and do investigations and a little right. a little more active that way than the other two. But so this is another thing is that uh, you're very active as far as going out to a lot of events mm -hmm. and investigations. Uh, you're not just sitting there doing readings all no. the time. No, right. actually, I put the investigations and the events on the calendar first and then balance it out and put sessions, open up sessions. And uh, working in with between. Wes from Cops, who was on Wes our last podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which, that's great. Which is how we got a hold of you. So Yeah, and that's a, it's a great story how I met Wes, too, because it was dead folks that connected Brought us. You it together. was spirits, yeah. Wow. I stopped at um, the Hebe Church and... Uh, randomly stopped at the Hebe Church in the Napanee area and the spirits that were attached to the Hebe Church were describing somebody from the cops team but I didn't know who they were at the time and so I described one of the guys from the team and uh, the minister that was in spirit attached to the church was complaining about him smoking on the property and then they actually changed their rules mm -hmm. after I had left that day that there's no smoking allowed on the property at all by anybody so mm -hmm. you know when I met them a year later um, Darren who is the one that um, the minister was complaining about he gave me a hard time that I ruined it for him that he can't smoke on the property anymore <laughs> 
spirit rounded well, up. I right? know, but I've ruined a couple of things for them more than once with uh, yeah. the information that's come through on investigations. So would you have uh, spirit guides that feed you information? Or how would you uh, describe do. that you get the, these this information? Okay, so I don't fit really well in the woo-woo world of things. Mm-hmm. Like... Yes, I know that I have spirit guides and a spirit team. For me, I don't think that they really care what I call them. So, like, when guests or um, clients come for sessions and they ask me, what does my spirit guide's name, I'm always like Bob because they don't really care. So you can call them Bob, yeah. call them whatever you, whatever yeah, right, you want, right. right? But it's my team, client's team, the team of the people in spirit. Like, it's kind of a collective mm-hmm. It's how that information will come in, right? And depending right. on what the information is, if it's their team, my team. Right. And uh, keeping with the family idea, uh, your parents or grandparents, psychic mm-hmm. at all? Uh, or that my, you know of? Well, it was, it's really interesting. My great-grandfather, uh, my paternal uh, great-grandfather, uh, who was German, he used to uh, witch wells for local farmers and read tea leaves and all that kind of stuff. But I didn't know that until um, mm-hmm. much later much later on and you would have thought it was like the celtic side like the irish scottish grandparents that i got this from but it Mm -hmm. wasn't it was my great-grandfather oh yeah interesting well let's uh let's talk a little bit about what we're experiencing right here at this theater Mm -hmm. oh because it is hopping in here it's busy it's super busy yeah yeah yeah. as soon as you and i you and i walked in and came up the the stairs stairs, it was like boom it was like Getting, walking into a wall of heavy energy, I guess. Yeah, right? just super heavy in the chest. <clears throat> and like, we both got like in the the big throat. lumps in our throats and the and the heavy, you know, hard to breathe, gasping for breath. And that's happened to you and I once before when yeah, we came the, in the back time, way. Yeah, we were winded. We're just walking up the little oh, yeah. stairs, and, and, and we saw that huge cloaked spirit. Well, I saw him at the corner here. And at the beginning of the podcast, he went one direction, and at the end, when we were done, I saw him go the other direction. And he was like 15 feet tall, a big, long, bluish gray robe, and mm-hmm. and he was affecting us oh, yeah. quite a bit and, that and one day. So, Carrie, you, you picked up on the negative spirit that's here. Before, yeah, spirits, <laughs> plural. plural. Yeah. Before I even got um, 20 minutes from home, you know, on the way here, I was right. picking up on them and, and writing it down. But when we got in here, I I it's great when you have a group of people who are and you have more than one person having the same experience mm-hmm. to validate one another. We're all pointing and feeling in the same direction and feeling things at the same time. Mm-hmm. But definitely seen, the tall, You'll, you'll see our guy. heads, you know, oh, on the yeah, swivel yeah, yeah. here. And yeah. Someone standing over there and someone in the back there. And, you know. Yeah, and my phone was instantly drained. I tried to take one picture. Yeah. Yeah, the angry, <laughs> the angry spirit is, is here today. That's the one that, yeah. uh, you know, really s- slipped in on my drive. Show mm-hmm. me exactly... What he super tall, uh, thin. Uh, for me, it, I see, hear, feel, taste, and smell. Okay. That's how I receive information. So it's a very physical thing. So I know that they're an alcoholic because I get needles in my arm, mm-hmm. at my elbow, on the inside of my elbow. And I get this gross feeling in my stomach, and it comes up into my mouth like the bottom of a warm beer. Mm-hmm. You know, like the end of the beer? Mm-hmm. It's nothing grosser than the end of the beer bottle, <laughs> yeah. right? So I just knew instant dudes and alcohol. I guzzle them so they're always cold. Are they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what and you're talking about. And the size of you, it could be a tall boy. You'd still oh, guzzle yeah. it down, right? I could, I could put away a 2-4 and still... 
thread a moving snow sewing needle. Yeah. <laughs> no, five foot three, me can't. No. <laughs> so you, uh, I, I could see that you have a habit of, of writing things down as they, they occur to you. So mm-hmm. even while you were in the car coming this way, uh, Dan driving, you were taking some notes. Yeah. Uh, you took some notes while we were sitting having a coffee. Yeah. And uh, I find with the writing, it kind of uh, zones in like automatic writing. So more information mm-hmm. starts to channel through as I start writing so it's a mm-hmm. it's a good uh, door opener I yeah. guess right uh, you picked up the young spirit here uh, yeah the name uh, Jesse kept coming Which, through so yeah. the name Jesse felt young um, small and I didn't like how it felt no. like it made me feel pretty angsty whatever yeah. happened in there doesn't it feels pretty like so when I get um, uh, that punch in the face feel that wallop it's uh, fast quick traumatic unexpected there's mm-hmm. something about mm-hmm. that and we didn't want to tell you anything about the yeah I appreciate that or the spirits because we wanted to see if you could pick up on anything right and you, you got the J name yeah the Jesse the young yeah boy obviously yeah. and the three of us are convinced because we've all seen him mm-hmm. there's a little boy spirit here and we mm-hmm. call him Jake Jacob oh Jacob what did John, call John, John calls him Jedediah. Jedediah. <laughs> because I, I, I think he's a, a little. I think he's a Mennonite. Amish kid. Or Amish, yeah. That's what I thought. And, yeah. uh, Based on what he's wearing. Like, yeah. we've seen him, like, Danny's seen him in full color. Yep. Um, and I've well, seen, I was doing a play here. And he'll move the drapes oh, every once in a while. And yeah. he'll run along the catwalk up there. And, and uh, it's like his little place to hang out and play. And But I think he's also moves around the town quite a bit, too. Well, that was interesting, because that was one of the things that I wrote down, was I wrote spirits interconnected, stories create pathways. The way that I was feeling people in spirit here felt connected to other buildings. So I was seeing it like a roadway where people were coming in and out. It feels like some stay that they don't leave here for whatever reason they choose to be here but it felt like if you went to a different place in town you're going to feel somebody the same Mm -hmm. yeah we've always kind of thought that he was roaming the town yeah he didn't just hang out here he been there's someone and there's someone just walked down the other cat walked behind you danny Mm -hmm. just went that way yeah see no i don't feel like Jesse or whoever his name no. is, I don't feel like he's here Tonight, because no. this 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 aggressive spirit, this this mm-hmm. he, there's, he's, there's he's something speaking. very negative here, like when, more than one. I think. Yeah, we we've yeah. all when we walked in, uh, you two felt something in your throat. Oh, then you talked about this fly, and all of a sudden my cheeks went flush. Yeah, and then like I'm trying to take a picture of a stage, trying to look at orbs. Or, <laughs> and they killed your phone. And my phone had 56 percent power, and it's dead. Boom! Instantly in, in a gone. second. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It won't even turn on. Will it? No, it, it, it'll, it'll don't even have enough now to, to give the. Yeah, see, like it. Yeah, oh, won't even. Oh, is it powering on now? Shows a little bit of. Now, and symbol. you know what? This has happened to me one time before. This is really strange. Where my phone went dead, and then it was almost like something didn't want me to use it, and then when it came back on. It had power again. So I just took a picture with my phone while you were talking there, and uh, like three or four orbs were just flying over our heads here. Look at that. They were like doing cross, like zigzag patterns here. And in this corner, when I came in through this doorway and stood there, I felt fingers from a female wrapped around my arm 
kind of pulling me like yeah so no look at that wanting me. you guys have all seen that oh and, yeah it's and now zero. my my phone is at 22 percent now yeah and it, it was showing the zero, empty battery the red before bar. yeah <laughs> and so it's like okay you can use this now is basically yeah. what something is said right yeah that's, isn't that the strange and that's thing? the angry dude that he, oh, that's yeah. who we were talking about in that it, moment he didn't want me taking a picture of the stage because yeah. I think he was standing up here for a while. Yeah. yeah and he, then he rushed me and boom. Okay, shut that down. Yeah. That's incredible. It's just We did an investigation here one time back a number of years ago. Uh, and there was, uh, and it was the weirdest thing, but we were out with the K2 meters sitting in the lobby back here. And uh, there was a spirit that came out of those doors and just... I mean, it was a, like a blackness that just surrounded us, right? And then it released type of thing. We didn't feel threatened by it, but it was just the weirdest feeling. And then we heard a female singing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it shocked me because I was fairly new at this at the time, very new at this. But to hear... What do you sing? It feels cold. There's a pocket right at my knee. Yeah, they're definitely... Right here. Coming in here, check out the new yeah. person. Oh yeah, feel it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, when we were we uh, had the the one lady there, the tarot card reader, and we were yeah. sitting just over here behind uh, that whatever that is the set piece. Yeah. In a cold blast of air, that, that <laughs> yeah. wind came across, and we were both like, "Whoa!" Like, yeah. We've never experienced that in here before. Yeah. And she felt it too. Yeah. Exactly. And she was kind of like. <laughs> you know, all right, let's wrap it up. Let's get out of here. Oh, yeah. no, but, I'd uh, be like, stay. Yeah, it was let's cool. see what else happens, yeah. it was really, right? Well, something just big yeah. just went right behind you, Danny. This place is hopping tonight. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and I hope people don't think we're, we're making any of this stuff up. But, well, uh, no. no reason it's to. a disservice. No, no reason to. Yeah. To, to make it up, right? Yeah, but, uh, I mean, as far as podcasts oh, go. There was a flash in the corner. I listen to other paranormal podcasts, and they never have... No, things they happening they just talk to people hear their mm -hmm. ghost stories blah 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 yeah but we like to interact and you know and try and get and we and we've had things happening and um, words and come up on our yeah oh, we've had evps cool. come through yeah, the podcast and, yeah. uh, so and each guest is going to bring different energy attached to them as well too yeah, for sure right? apparently or, you bring a lot yes <laughs> i am like a pump well, yeah yeah <laughs> so now you do um readings for people yeah okay so do you like like for example if somebody came to you and said like um do you get like their mother shows up or the father or mm -hmm. and you're able to pass on messages to people mm -hmm. and that's so that's the kind of re what would be a typical reading for you that uh well it's kind of it's kind of neat because my, i have an assistant so my assistant does all the bookings for me right mm -hmm. so she takes care of all the emails i don't i only see my calendar for the day right so depending on who booked the appointment it could say sherry's dad so i get buddy up at the door and i go hey you must be dad right. <laughs> like i don't need sometimes even know what their names are when they're yep. showing up based on who who well, booked good, right? right it's super yeah. and honestly i don't even need to know their name i don't need to know your name in order for me to do my job because your people know that you've booked your appointment you've talked about it with friends yep. family you've thought about it so they know to show up yeah so I don't really need to know a name. Mm -hmm. And then I just get somebody to sit down. I say, please don't talk for a few minutes. Let me get a trailer. So it's like getting a trailer to a movie. Mm. And then I write down just like I did 
on the way here, my trailer. I explain how I work, see, hear, feel, taste, smell. I read out my trailer. This is the trailer that I got for you. Does that make sense to you? Mm -hmm. And then does it fit your intention for why you'd want to come? Dance wow. And then we go today. from there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We wow. just go from there. It's like the whole big movie. A lot of Kleenex on hand. Yeah, it's so funny. A lot of waterworks going. Totally. And I wrote Kimberly Clark and told them they should be my corporate sponsor. Yeah, it's the age bracket of who their shoppers are that come to events and book sessions. Yeah, you never know. I'm on to that something. Be, if Kimberly Clark, somebody is listening. Are there any commercial writers yeah. out there for Kimberly Clark? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, get in touch. Get in touch. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we need okay. a sponsor too. Yeah. I'll take Kleenex or yeah. whatever. Oh, tissues. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Coffee. Like beer. Coffee. Beer. Coffee. 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 Good Coffee is good. Sure. Yeah. So then investigations. Yeah. So you go out with paranormal investigators? Yeah, you... a lot with the cops guys from okay. Belleville. Right um, and then I just do more informal ones because I've had a lot of, of people come through to me for classes like intuitive development or yep. mediumship. So I take those people to places, I call it up close and, and paranormal. It's kind of like ghost walks and, and informal investigations where they can put their skills to work and, and use you know more science scientific kind of tools as the well. The ghost gadgets. The gadgets and gear. Everybody loves gear. The, oh, yeah. Boxes yeah. And all that yeah, good yeah, stuff. yeah. 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 And as far as, uh, say you did an investigation with the folks at Cops. Yeah. And then we had a noise behind us there. Um, <laughs> Someone came in the door there. Is that something that you, you, can you help people like okay clear this house if it's something that's really bad or negative or are you there more oh i do yeah i do a lot of that but uh, to be honest i get a lot of requests for people with children because that's been a big focus for me mm -hmm. right is is kids and families right. so uh families that have children that are having experiences so. okay and and i have trouble with that and again it doesn't normally it's not going to fit the norm mm -hmm. but I feel that you could have one medium go into a house and say that she's cleared it, he's cleared it, they have cleared it, whatever pronoun we need to be yep. using, and then a week later have another medium go in and still feel something there. I think it's so dimensional that we don't know enough. You know, we're doing what we can do for that person in that moment, and, and that's with, all we can do, Michelle right? Michelle keeps reminding us they will come back if they want yeah to. for sure there's yeah. no real science to keeping them out yeah. that's and, right and what you were able to perceive we may not be able to perceive and there might be so the, technically that person could have cleared that house that medium yeah but it's but for whatever reason they don't detect that spirit and another that's person right. walks in and they do right so right or yeah. you know the people in the homes are they doing something that's initiating more to happen yeah right? we have a lot of experience with that <laughs> yes yes it's frustrating yeah. yes trying to yeah. educate people right i think yeah. that's well, a big have, part of John our and job i have someone one person in particular who keeps asking for help and we do our best to help and then she opens the doors and brings them all back in and goes to all these locations and you know and, and watches leaves, leaves a trail of breadcrumbs right back to her home uh, kind of yeah. thing and, it's and, like, and now i found so she stopped all those things okay but she's a freak on watching all the paranormal programs right which is and reading the books and and, and, and now her, her son is being terrorized it. by a shadow man like he just wakes up screaming uh, and so Michelle DeRoche the kid is, does yes, yes. Yeah. just terrorized and I keep so I told her you've got to shut it all down 
You know, the sun, I think, has gifts. Because they'll go to the weakest link and whoever's got that bright light. Yeah. And so, and he does. Yeah. And he does. And he, he's, how old would he be? He'd be six, seven. Six, seven. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little fellow, right? Yeah. And she cannot control her obsession with paranormal. I said, you have to. Stop watching horror movies. Stop watching Paranormal Survivors. You know, all those different shows. Yeah. And we'll see if she's, you know. But uh, she, you, she just brings them all in. It's like a revolving door. Yeah, and the poor kid is the one who's getting... Who takes... Yeah. Who, Where's the brunt of the, the yeah. wrath? What's yeah. your method of protection? Or do you use them? Yeah. Mm, yes. Okay. And yes. I'm talking psychic step down, not. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Whoa. Since we divorce, we're assuming single. You meant, you meant <laughs> Which you would be correct. You meant taser and pepper spray, right? Yeah, that's the kind of protection you meant, right? Pepper spray. Mm. Pepper spray. This. <laughs> 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 I told her um, her podcast is totally different. Than <laughs> That's awesome. Listen, she's redhead. She'd probably kick your ass. Man. That's right. And <laughs> Scottish, German, Irish. You oh, can travel yeah, all out, the way around, out, right? Get a few drinks in there and you're done. Yeah. Um, we go back to those spirit guides, right? So if, mm-hmm. every day when I'm working, if I, regardless of whatever it is, investigation, sessions, an event, a public event, it's just asking my team of people to be with me, uh, to watch over and protect that everything's coming from the highest source and that's kind of where I leave it at. I do have um, a King Solomon seal um, from the Keys of Enoch. Mm. Um, yeah. So I carry that. It's kind of like a talisman. So I carry that with me right. depending on the location that I'm going to. Right. Mm. And, and many people, whether they're in, into being a psychic or whatever, but have different little items that they may carry mm-hmm. because that's what they believe, right? That's right. That it's intention. Mean? Everything yeah. you do is about intention. Right. Right. What's your intention? Mm-hmm. Right. And what intent are you putting into what you're using? So, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We hear that word a lot when we talk to other mediums and psychics and you know, people who clear yeah. homes. And, you know, and we've joked about how. You know, you could you know how people use religion. That's right. And they mm-hmm. use the cross, and they say, you know, the power of Christ compels you. And, yeah. that, and I joked, and I said to this woman, I said, well, what if I used the Batman action figures? And I said, I the power of Batman right. compels you. She yeah. says, as long as that's your intention. If it's your intention, it'll work. You put all your energy and focus behind it, yeah. it'll work. And I love that you chose Batman because all of my <laughs> pets are named after Batman characters. Oh, my gosh. oh my, really? really? Oh yeah, my yeah. cat's name is Arkham, like the insane oh, Jesus. Oh, I love it. Good. You don't have to explain all that to me. <laughs> I'm a comic book guy, remember? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is true. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Okay, so, so Eartha May no. is my other cat. Oh, Jesus. Do you know why? No. Picking your brain. Come on, Batman. Picking your brain. Well, we'll get back kit. to that later. Oh, kit, oh yeah. right. With Catwoman, oh, right? That's right. That's right. So, yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I go Santa deep in the archives. She was so Santa sexy. Baby? Yeah. She saying Santa baby? Didn't yeah, she? exactly. Yeah. So, have you ever run into anything really nasty? Yeah. Tell us. <laughs> it was actually in my own home. Oh. It was in my own home. Uh, I during that. So I've been down south for 19 years. I had a one-year hiatus back up in Sault Ste. Marie. We were living in a home that had a creek along the back, so that's always my amplifier. And it was also a home that was used for um, Indigenous youth that were going through uh, the court systems. Okay. So that was the history attached to the land okay. and the property that we were on. And uh, my 16, he, well, he's 26 now, so this is 10 years ago. He was 16 at the time. Definitely something was oppressing him. Hmm. So he was um, 
awake all night long, sleeping during the day, not going to school, swearing at me. It was right nasty. And it was just as I was sort of coming out of that witchy boo closet, I was just starting the radio show and he, there was definitely something nasty attached in there. And I remember I had met um, a woman from New Hampshire who does angel work and stuff like that. And she said, this is what you're supposed to be doing full-time. You're supposed to be a full-time medium, so just buck up and do it. And I was, you know, just sort of three years kind of starting to get into it. Um, but I, when I went into my son's room because he was sleeping, I thought, I'm going to go in and smudge his room out, right, and see if I can get this out. I opened up the door. I don't even know what it was. It was a thing. Creature. You saw it? Elemental. Mm-hmm. Oh. About three feet tall. Um, oh. It was definitely elemental. Um, and it growled at the corner. I just, you know, when the hackles go up, so I, I am still went smudging through the room anyway, even though this thing growled at me, because that just makes me mad. Yeah. If it's going to growl at me, it just makes me mad, and I get at it even more. But my arms started to burn. And so when I stepped out of the room, because my arms were burning, I had those three marks down both arms. From, scratches? Yep, scratches wow. from elbow to wrist. And I went into, I immediately put a bath together, salts in it, got into the tub, and I called this woman from New Hampshire, and I said, you are effing crazy if you think that I am going to do this full time. This is what happened. And she said to me, did you ask your team of people to protect you before you went in and to help guide the work so that it wasn't about you? And it was just about the work. Mm. And I went, Mm. It was the biggest lesson for me, and right. I've never had a problem yeah, of being the touched. Hard way. Yeah, we had to learn the hard way first, right? But you get so, lazy, or you don't get, or you just well, don't, I don't think anymore. About it. Not once. Or sometimes I think that they know you're going to do your personal protection, yeah, and they interfere. You just start Maybe. to do it, and then your mind yeah, wanders yeah, yeah. and you grows. And then you're like, oh, I was halfway through. You have to start over again. And, I, and there's been times where. It's taking me like 10 tries to do it. Yeah. And then I keep yeah, thinking, you know, oh, you're being interfered and you know something's interfering with you. A squirrel on Red Bull is what I call it. I just a squirrel was, on Red Bull? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the way I go, it goes sideways and I get off track. But, right. I mean, there's definitely places where it's been So were you able to get, get, were you able to oh, get yeah, rid of this? Oh, yeah, we cleared it. We cleared it. And, you know, what was really interesting was um, it took about three days and then my son was like right back to normal. But wow. before that, he, I mean... I was a single mom at the Could time, too. Could have just beat right? it out of him, you know. Well, that. it's funny because he, when he swore at me and did that whole, yeah, yeah. you know, he had all of his stuff out in the front lawn, and I'm like, you make your choice. <laughs> you're either out or you're going to listen mm. to the rules, right? right? But three days later, he was right back to my wow. kid again. imagine that. Imagine yeah, that. right back to my kid again. Mm. But it, it, it's so true in understanding what your intention is, what doors you are opening, are you setting your protection, and are you doing what you need to do? Do you think you always have to ask your guides to protect you? Or should they just be... No, they sit around and wait. They don't. They, no one's allowed to intervene unless you give them permission. So to. there are rules on there the other side. Yeah, totally rules. Yeah, I've learned a couple of really good things just from you like right now. Like, There's a lot of times I'll be doing something and I don't think to say... Like to watch over me. Yeah. And, and and I have, and things go fine. And the times when I haven't is when some of the worst stuff has, has taken mm-hmm. place. And the other thing you said, you talked about to make sure the messages come from the highest source. Source. Mm-hmm. I never think to do that. And as soon as you said that, it was like a switch went in my head. Yeah. It just 
mm. you know because I had an instance where I was just in that zone between sleep and wake oh yeah yeah, yeah. and I had this thing talking to me and you're worthless you're oh, and I'd that's... snap out of it and the first thing that would come out of my mouth would be like fuck off right and, yeah and and seeing something like that to alert the guides because you're right I we, we kind of sometimes think they're always there mm. but everybody has got to be like they can't give be permission everywhere. they can't be everywhere you have to give them permission you got to give them permission right that's yeah. that's yeah so that's interesting to you my son the same kiddo mm-hmm. um when he, in that time frame 15 16 he was i on the computer i came oh it's a truck okay <laughs> it's not a growling <laughs> he came, i walked into the room and he was crying sitting at the computer and i asked him what was wrong he says i think i have acute schizophrenia and he was looking up schizophrenia and i said dude why are you doing that he said because there's somebody talking to me and yeah. i said what's yeah. it saying and he said, it's telling me, she's telling me how she died and she misses her family. I said, is it loving? He said, yes. I said, do they just want help? Yes. I said, so it's not bad, but this is why you have to have protection. You need to be mindful of what you're, right. what you're doing. And it was, you know, it was just a learning curve for him too, right? And, and you see, and when you talk about making sure the messages come from the highest power, is that, if I'm saying that right? Yep. Um, I on a recommendation of another psychic medium uh, played around with automatic writing yeah and but I didn't do that oh. and I didn't ask and I remember I got into a session where I was writing and for a while it felt like I was completely out of control of me okay and my handwriting actually changed yes it will yeah and it changed and it was a woman but then she started getting aggressive and I remember, and I finally did. I, I took, snapped out of it. Yeah, I took the pen and I threw it across the room. But to, for me, because but I found it fascinating, and I've wanted to do it again. But I was I've been afraid to. Yeah. So a good way for me to start that again would be I want to. I would like all my guides around to, to protect me, keep yeah. me safe, and make sure that I only receive the highest. Um, That's right. Messages. So yeah. on on Tuesdays mm-hmm. um, on on Facebook, I always do like a live talk at two so then it's like uploaded Mm -hmm. and two weeks ago I did one about automatic writing and that was you know that's one of the first things that I say set your intention ask your team of people to be with you whoever they are for you because you don't know maybe it's flying spaghetti monster for somebody I like that guy yeah I know right it's pretty (laughs) cool so like whoever your team is Mm -hmm. and that the information is coming from the highest source of the highest source okay yeah Yeah. of whatever love and compassion or whatever you want to say right but it's setting that intention and then it does shift and change it but regardless of the information when you read it after you're done should feel different from your own voice right yeah oh this definitely was when I was um, but then it's, it was like the way I felt mm-hmm. was that I, I let this thing open a door and then um, it may not even been a woman. That's but I, right. But I'm, I'm, I'm sensing and hearing a woman's voice yeah. and I'm writing all this stuff down. And then it was like it started getting negative. And oppressive. And, oh, yeah. And then, and then I'm feeling all this dread. And, but I couldn't stop. And I bet you I wrote about a, a paragraph, a big paragraph before I finally kind of broke it, if you will. Right. And it was almost like, but then if I'd have done what you'd said, if that was something negative, trying to get a hold of me or get, you know, access or whatever, if I'd have done all those things, yeah. then it wouldn't have probably happened. And the more that you practice, like what I feel maybe as lower energy, 
uh, I can feel my team here mm -hmm. and that lower energy is here. So I can acknowledge it, but it's not in my space. Right. right. So, you know. Okay. I'm going to try Then you decide things. where you go from and then there. Do you ever just do an automatic writing session just for the hell of it? And just say, does anyone want to communicate a message or do you, is it connected to something else? Mm, I work so much that on my off time, I just want to watch like gotcha. right. Deadpool and <laughs> right, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. eat a bacon eater. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's yeah. just my time, right? Cause I, right? And I think because I spend so much time there mm -hmm. yeah. working that my time, I just want to so not think. You can shut it off. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I find, though, shutting it off will only work for so long. If they're insistent, it's almost like getting a really bad pressure headache or a migraine, and you don't have any other option but to let it in and figure out what it is. Yeah, right. Let it in and deal with it, and then move forward with right. your day. Yeah. So if you're doing a reading, do you believe that uh, if there's something that a person asked and they're not meant to know the answer, mm -hmm. you will not get the answer? There's, yes. Yeah. I think it's kind of like a choose your own adventure story, right? So mm -hmm. there's potential outcomes for things. So if someone asks me a question, I will. Um, Sorry, I'm just looking that's at okay. the spirit in the back there. Ask if they have permission to know. And then around it, is there things that they can do or need to do to change that outcome? Is it predetermined? Right. Like there's, there's so many different okay. ways to dig around into that information. So right? a lot of times that can change right like it's right. not necessarily um that path you there's different paths that that's can be right. taken so it could be like health related for example and if they change their lifestyle that mm -hmm. can change okay yeah, mm -hmm. yeah i think and yeah we're just not meant we're just not meant to know right to know everything and what would they do with the information if they did know i think mm -hmm. especially like death right that's right yeah so as a psychic medium who talks to good people. Yes. What are your thoughts on the afterlife, religion, that kind of thing? Because a lot of people, mm. you know, I've met psychic mediums who are very religious. They're right. all about Christ and God, and that's great. Mm -hmm. And I've met some that are hardcore agnostics or atheists. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. atheists in, in the biblical sense, like they don't believe in the Bible, but they believe in a higher power, that kind of thing. Not like, right. not like we're taught on... You know Sunday school kind of thing right so do you have a your own little what do ideas I think about is that? there yeah um, I can only tell you from my experience okay right sure. so from my experience I have had Jehovah Witness Baptist atheist dead people all come in <laughs> coming right. from the same place so okay okay it's never been separate like do you believe in heaven or hell that's a great question so from what my experience which is the only place i can talk from right from mm -hmm. my experience um i've seen heaven is what they've created for themselves what they feel heaven is going to be is what they've created for themselves the same as hell or purgatory deadpool the, movies and the bacon eaters from yeah. wendy's <laughs> it's so awesome. That is so awesome but you know my grandpa um the, that had the farmhouse beside us he had a near-death experience he didn't believe he believed that when you died you were buried that go back it. that's it there's nothing after Warm food. that's right he had a near-death experience, and when he came back, he said, so when I was there, 
I saw a field full of uh, wild rose bushes. Every horse my family ever owned, my dad and all of my brothers were standing there waiting for me. Now I know what's going to happen to me when I die. And wow. this was, you know, and he was that stoic German, mm-hmm. no fun kind of kind of guy, right. and uh, so that was powerful. And and I've I've, that's what I have seen. People who have done some pretty horrific things in their lifetime. Um, the this one uh, dad in particular that had crossed over uh, had sexually molested his daughter, her, mm. from the time she was very little till um, she left home at 16. And when he came in, she was upset because she wanted her mom, not this guy. And I promised her, I said, I see mom, this is what she looks like, this is how tall she is, this is how she died, this is what she's showing your house look like. I said, but your dad is here because he has amends that he needs to make and it's where the most amount of healing needs to take place, which is what this work should be about, mm-hmm. right? Not an entertainment factor. Mm-hmm. Where does healing need to take place? So he showed me his face. You know the scream mask? Yes. Scream. Scream. Oh, right. Yep. Yep. That big old elongated face. Mm -hmm. So he showed me, it was like sitting in a drive-in movie theater. And I saw the drive-in movie theater screen. And he was showing me, I saw reel to reel everything that he had done to this person. And then he turned his head so I could see his face. And it was that. So he said, when he died, this is where he went. He went to the drive-in movie theater screen. He watched his whole life play out. Every thought, word, deed, and action that was harmful or hurtful, he felt the same pain he inflicted. Oh. And so he had to relive it. He over had and to over relive and that. Mm-hmm. And so it was. He was asking for permission to forgive himself. He was asking, you know, to, he was wanting her to know that he was sorry for the things that he had did. And then he felt lighter. But he felt awful to me. So when we talked about our guides being in between, mm-hmm. I was like super angsty. I couldn't sit still because I knew something icky was coming in. Then I felt my team of people where I could breathe and relax. And then they allowed him to come in to show me. And she, she emailed me after. She was 67. She emailed me after and said it was the first time in all of her adult years that she'd ever slept uh, peacefully through the night without a light on wow. after that. It's oh, pretty wow. powerful, yeah. right? Because yeah. like, John and I, and I haven't told you this yet, because you, know, you and I just met a couple hours ago. Yeah. Um, when we have, we have moved spirits before, you know, through our remote viewing and everything else. Yeah. And we, we found uh, the human spirits, a lot of them, they don't want to cross over because of the things that they have done in sure. life. And they think they're going to be judged. Like we've had suicides, like young young men suicides. Yeah, I've had the same experience. Uh, we've had just nasty, you know, just bitter, grumpy people, right. alcoholics, yeah. you know, that type of thing. And, and I have told them, and I hope, you know, and I've, I said to John, I said, I hope I haven't sold them a, you know. Sold them a lie. Sold them a lie. Yeah. It's like, I said, you go into that light, and you'll be okay. Yeah. You know, there'll be people that'll help you. Yeah. You know, and they always are because exactly. this fellow who had did those things, the wife that he had during that time was right behind him, and so were a sea of other people. Mm-hmm. So when I'm having to help someone move, right, I usually ask their team of people to bring forward another family member forward right up for me to see, right, and then I will see 
and describe to the client who's living, this is the other family member that I'm seeing and they're going to help bring that person. Mm-hmm. And you can feel them go a little easier when you can ask somebody else to come help and them, get them. Help them along. Yeah. Someone that they are familiar with. Yeah. Yeah. To come and get them. We, I don't think we've ever asked anybody. To, well, no, but there was my one. uncles have stepped in and, and helped. Yeah, a couple and times. there's been times that we've done that, and I've felt like there was someone on the other side. Yeah, but I'd never asked for assistance. Yeah, and, and never got any perception of who it was. But I just felt like there, there's somebody there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that makes sense. We haven't moved saying. anyone in a long, long time either. Yeah, it's well, very we'll, rare that they get stuck. Honestly, like. Uh, for, from my well, <laughs> for a I while mean, there, it seems like we were doing like three a week. Yeah, you know? but that's what I find. It comes in waves as well too, yeah, and it yeah. could be because that's um, and other that's things. where your focus is in this point in time. So, so they seem to drag mm-hmm. it to you more, right? Right. So I I see that with my work as well too. There seems to be themes of this is what we seem to be working on. I have people coming from all over with the same story, kind mm-hmm. of story. Yeah. And also, then we we encountered something really hideous, and that kind of yeah put us off. Put us well, we backed off for a little bit, and yeah, we were all gangbusters at first, and then we learned the hard way. And yeah, Michelle De Roche gave us a good crap. scolding. <laughs> a good yeah. scolding. Yeah. And when Michelle gives a scolding, and, uh, you listen, yeah, because she, she only wants to give it once. Yeah, and she <laughs> saved our bacon a couple times yeah. and helped some other people. Yeah, but, like, you know, we yeah. had we had this spear that she'd encountered. In the Concarden area. Um, oh yes. And and this thing like a demon phone. She doesn't call them demons. She calls them growlies. The D word. Yeah. yeah. She called the, them the D the word. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and this thing could phone you on your phone. Yes. You could actually. We've had that discussion. Her and I. Plug, yeah. unplug yeah. the phone out of the wall. Yeah. And this the answer machine out of the wall, and yet it still come across. Yeah. And you get that growl. And my daughter heard this. It terrified her. And it always happened when I was coming to do a podcast, and my eighteen year old was going to be home alone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. see, and they'll pick on the weak one, right? That's right. And see, she doesn't want to believe that any of this is possible. Mm-hmm. She confesses. If you said, she go, yeah, I know there's something there, but she doesn't want to know. And I'm also wondering if she picks up on things because she doesn't want to talk. Just keeps the it a secret. Well, yeah. and that's yeah. what happens. Yeah, that's what happens. That's why you know yeah. the person that you were talking about at the beginning of of this podcast with the little guy that's six or seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That little guy is probably super intuitive as well too. Lights yep. bright. Oh, that's where sure. they. That's where they go. That's right. But Michelle's Michelle is fabulous because there's very. It's great when you're in this community where you find people who are authentically supporting other people, right? And mm-hmm. Michelle's definitely one oh, of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, I was going to say, have you ever encountered anything that you would use the D word? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Michelle wants to be down. I'm like, I don't want that. I want the grandma with the yummy body charts. Help, help me, baby Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Michelle's baby Jesus. Help me. Yeah. yeah. So, like, exactly. She'll send, she'll send. She has, she some has her kick, minions. She has some kick ass guides, and she'll send them yeah. to your place. So, and like, that's I remember what a story learned, like yeah. uh, Wayne was telling me, her, her better half there. Yeah. Um, he was doing some work down in the city. And I'm not exactly sure what he does, but he's like a very like technical, you know, a uh, lot of electronic type stuff and he was in like he was in the server room uh, of some big office tower in downtown Toronto and he was working away it's like two in the morning he was on, on call and it was an emergency and he could see something black and nasty walking between the servers and he was like oh man like what's because he's a little you'd have to be sensitive around living with Michelle too and he well, called yeah. her 
two in the morning, woke her up and said, listen, he said, this is my address. Here's where I am. He says, you got to send me some help because there's something in here. Yeah. Real nasty. And she says, okay, hold on a second. And, and it's she, really just like that for any of us. she clued in and yeah. zeroed in on her guides and... And Wayne said within a couple minutes, that thing was gone. And But that's what it is. It's understanding that. And I call them minions. Minions. I call mine minions. But you can set them out and you give them a job, but you have to give them the permission to do so. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. giving you permission to intervene. And, and that's that's where I was, you know, yesterday. What day are we on? Today is Monday? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, Saturday. Sorry. My days are all mixed up. Okay. So Saturday, I was having to clear a shadow now, are you doing figure. this on site or remotely? I did it. Um, this was the second visit I've had to go to. Oh, wow. It was the second visit. So I did one visit remote and then. You didn't I, want to go? And then, no. So then but we had what, to. Can you tell us what kind of things were happening in the home? In that home. And it was, it was hard because the fellow in the home doesn't want to look at it, right? So the first visit. He has a lot of health issues, so the sister waited for him to be off-site and then said, okay, be here at this time so we can go through the the home. The first time that I went in, it's definitely dimensional, definitely coming through um, a tree just outside of the property. So it's crown land and native land that surrounds this property. And then I said, when I stand in this room, I'm seeing him. He's slithered in and he hovers above the bed. So I'm like heart palpitations, heart feeling like heart attack, asthma, bronchitis, all that kind of stuff. And she said, yep, 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 and yep. I said, it's like trying to kill him. This thing's trying trying to kill him. So Um, he was a nasty bugger. Took him. Was it a... But it wasn't a human spirit. Oh, no. Hmm. Yeah. No, no. So we, we talked earlier before this podcast, but uh, uh, Dan had reflected on Bigfoots, uh, UFOs. Do you believe mm. they're all related into the spirit world? For sure. Right. Dimensional, alternate realities, whatever. Portals. It, yeah, portals. Vortexes, ley lines. Totally. And ley lines is super super interesting to me like um woodstock in woodstock uh and stratford if you have you worked in stratford at all no stratford has five ley lines that cross over in one section really mm. yeah wow. you thought you had a bad job yeah yeah, yeah really super, just one yeah super john crazy. has one that goes right through his house oh against. yeah 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 i get a lot of activity in my home yeah very interesting a lot of activity yeah. and also i'm live not far from a desecrated native burial site oh. so there's a lot like I, I see I will see a native man and a woman they walk through my Pacing. house yeah like they'll and it's almost like they're going I wondered if it's I'm seeing a, a movie play out right. where they would travel to a seasonal hunting or fishing area oh, and yeah. then they're walking back out again yeah um, but with the man I always get the sense of um, he, he, he seems frustrated or angry um, the woman is just, just totally blank, but I see her just walk right through. And my daughter has seen them, too. So have you, yeah. like, with that, you can plant trees? I have. Can, yeah, do all those You know what's things, funny? Right? I had a big compulsion to plant trees mm-hmm. in my yard. And it's I don't know where it though. came from. And so I got um, a huge bush behind me. Mm-hmm. And along this this creek, these trees are growing out of the, and I started digging trees, and they are uh, hemlock trees. And I've planted one, two, three, four, five. I planted six trees. 
I went through it, and then now I feel like I'm done that part yeah. of it. But then Michelle started talking about tobacco, yeah, and maybe making some offerings. Traditional, like not don't tear yeah, not like a cigarette, cigarette. yeah, <laughs> yes. which is what the first thing that went through my head, right? It was like, you know, yeah. What if you buy the smokes from the reserve? That okay? No, no, that's no. not okay. Yeah. <laughs> that gets you kicked off of haunted properties, big, big apparently. Joe's smokes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but I did. I went through a big compulsion of plant trees. Yeah, a big compulsion of plant trees. Mm-hmm. We'll take a break. Alrighty, so let's take a and break, we'll and then we'll be right back. All right. You're listening to Phantom Faction Podcast. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Okay, back on Phantom Faction Podcast. And Carrie Lynn joins us, a psychic medium from Guelph, and uh, some very interesting stuff that we've learned so far, plus uh, some great stories. Uh, Carrie Lynn, you ever worked? with uh with the police at all on any investigations Mm -hmm. indirectly Mm -hmm. um i don't i don't enjoy it honestly (laughs) no well i mean i i have a lot of police officers and correctional clearly correctional Mm -hmm. officers that i work with but um i had um i went to a, a public event Mm-hmm. and uh, was sharing messages and I started to give messages to an adult uh, so a mom and an adult daughter and quickly realized that the fellow that was coming through had been uh, murdered and they hadn't found his body yet uh-huh. so you know told them this isn't the place or time to do that like your story doesn't need to be entertainment for everybody else here so let's right. do this this privately and um, I had had a detective from London come just for personal reasons, not necessarily work. So I asked her if I could keep her on speed dial for when I had stuff like that happen. And it's happened in new, numerous times now. So wow. she's been a, a great help for me when those kind of cases fall into my lap. Right. <laughs> and I just had one again yesterday. So. <laughs> You're kidding. Wow. Yeah. It was, it was pretty. It's out of province, though. Like you, I don't, you know, I don't. I know you don't want to say too much about it, but it's, yeah, it's. Uh, quite, but that's not the first away, right? time, right? Like I was doing. <clears throat> I do these events called Dining with the Dead, so they're in venues. You guys eat dinner, dessert. Oh my God, no! But it's so funny because I'll leave the, the venues and then grab a baconator on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But. Um, Who wants stuffed chicken and yeah. asparagus, right? right? And you can get a baconator on the way <laughs> Oh, it's so yummy. Best <laughs> one's Woodstock, always super hot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was doing the Dining with the Dead event, and it was actually in Tilsonburg, but uh, same thing sort of happened. This fellow was coming through, and I know the difference between when something's not resolved and when it is because it feels different and I just get super angsty and mm. same thing he got not somewhere in BC quite remote and and uh, over a bridge fell over a bridge mm-hmm. and his body wasn't found and and he when he came through it was probably six weeks or so he kept coming in to show me where his body was moving down the river Oh, wow. You know, so it was that same sort of trying to help them find that body. Wow. Wow. I don't like it. Why do you think... And Vaughn, too. I had to work in Vaughn and and Woodbridge. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
All the mafia murders? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> mafia and bikers. And it was like, oh dear. So, and I was doing sessions and yes. I, and. For people who don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Woodbridge is like uh, <laughs> Toronto's mafia capital. Yeah. It's, it's I all, didn't know. Yeah. A lot of. A lot Farm of old, girl. A lot of old Italian families. <laughs> a lot of, uh, yeah, you know, Calabrese up there. Yeah. And, you know. Farm girl. And so I start doing these sessions and. It's all these murder kind of things, and they're showing me who did it and where. And wow. I, by uh, probably the third or fourth one, I'm like, I think I'm not feeling very well. I'm really sorry, but we're going to have to reschedule the rest of them. And like, bailed and head home because I don't want bad people knowing I can know their shiza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. And I remember calling my this woman in. in Who's wearing the cement shoes? And the- <laughs> I, called, I called the detective from London. I went, so when I'm in the middle of something like that, what do I do? Because yeah. what yeah, do I do? That's it, right. She said, you just are really case. matter of fact. Like, look, I am not a therapist yeah. or a doctor and I can be hauled into <laughs> You can call court? crime stoppers and do it anonymously. I right? suppose. There you right? go. Make I, some dough off of it. <laughs> Supplementary no. income with crime stoppers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still have one more to put through university. That there might be go. a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think it, it must be hard on, on some of these police officers as well that reach out to psychics because yeah. you can't really bring that into court. Uh, Do you know, though, the police officers that I've worked with were, were very open to all of it. There was no resistance whatsoever. So right. Yeah. I don't and know what I, they do with it on that, their end because I don't yeah. want to know. I, I just that. do what I need to do. And I watched then the that's story it. of this, this psychic medium in uh, California, I believe, Northern California, and she connected with the spirit of someone who had been recently been murdered, and she went to the police and took them to the body and everything and they almost charged her with the murder exactly <laughs> yeah they're like well no thank yeah. you yeah yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. like yeah okay psychic medium you killed this woman and uh, yeah. she's like oh no no yeah and for yeah. me having been a single mom for such a long time as well too that was always in my forethought i was really careful about the progression of of my job and how much i was doing it and how much i was in the public eye um, more as the kids got older because I still needed to be a mom and they still had to have their mm-hmm. life and protection mm-hmm. for them as well too and what would I bring home or mm-hmm. right. any of that right because I did um, equate well-known case in, in in our area somebody I was living in that year when I was in Sault Ste. Marie somebody sent me a picture said this person is missing can you tune into it tuned into it got everything right including license plate numbers and then i had like winnipeg rcmp calling me from like drug division because like i was picking up on this license plate from somebody from hamilton who was indirectly involved with this kidnapping and murder case right right so no thank you i want grandma with the yummy butter tarts i think that'd be cool i'd be like yeah so they, I do now yeah. because yeah. my kids are older, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. for the most part, three are gone. So it's totally different now. But So there's definitely times where you get something, but you don't want to expose it either. At all. Yeah, right. And and that's just a personal choice. Right. And, but I think when it lands on my lap, then it's landed on my lap for a reason. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I still have to follow through with it, right? It's right. landed there for a reason. For sure. I, but I don't go seeking it out. Right. Yeah. Uh, at all. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Not at all. I think you're obligated yeah. to, though, in a way, because you have these abilities. 
obligated to seek it out? Yeah. No. No? Nope. Okay. I don't feel like I'm obligated to do that. I feel obligated when it lands on my lap. Right. You know, like what happened over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at a public event, and it's clearly a murder that's not been solved properly. Right. So that felt, I felt obligated to make sure that I follow through with those people to reassure them that their loved one is okay and who they're with and help find the yeah. rest of her remains some, so there's some closure. Some good karma for you too. Right. I don't know. Maybe I was no. really awful before. <laughs> Maybe you're making up for it now. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But my, my oldest, my two older boys, when they were four and three, we were living in New Brunswick at the time. Um, they were talking in the back of the car and they said to me, you know, mom, if we die, it'll be okay. I'm like, where is this coming from? They're like, because we'll go back to heaven and we'll be with God. And I'm like, we never even talk about religion in our house. Mm -hmm. But they're like, we were friends in heaven and we chose to be brothers in this lifetime and we chose you because we're supposed to help teach you how to be patient. And I'm like, can that lesson be over? Yeah, yeah. I, don't need, I don't need to learn anymore. Wow. Thank you very much. Well, that's something else. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the kids definitely pick up on it, which is why the, that was such a big focus for me. Right. So another scary story? You got one for us? Uh, uh, do you want? Yes. Yeah. Aliens? <laughs> Aliens? Aliens. Absolutely. Well, are we picking on Mexicans now? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, no, definitely. Definitely, yeah. Canada has a hedge. We, we, <laughs> we have a hedge. Yeah, we, yeah. They will get through it. No. There's, yeah. Yeah. I'm just kidding to our Mexican listeners. Yes. I love you guys. <laughs> and Canada welcomes you. All one of you. <laughs> yeah. Do you have an alien story? I, yes. I do, actually. Um, so I had this, uh, it was, there's standing wardrobes, you know, like with the big... Mm-hmm. Yep. The doors are open. Like a bureau. Like a big... Uh, is that what they're called? I guess. A like bureau? A, I forget what they're called. Oh, a wardrobe. wardrobe. Yeah, wardrobe. Yeah. You know, yeah. like in the yeah. old houses yeah. that didn't have a closet? Yep. So That's you right. had those. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely this 10-foot at least felt like he was just super elongated. Come crawling okay, where were out you of first? this. In... A rental home. Okay. I was in the basement. You were renting? I was renting with my mom and my sister. Okay. And how old were you at the time? I had my children. Oh. So we were like all communal up in this house. Okay. And you were in this wardrobe? I got this wardrobe from a partner that I was seeing at the time. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he had had the same experience and didn't tell me. Oh, wow. What? Yeah. He has like a portal in this thing yeah, or what? In wow. this wardrobe. That's yeah. like the, the lion so, witch in the, the wardrobe. Witch in the wardrobe. <laughs> it totally was. The lion witch and the alien. But it dragged, it would walk around the bed and it was oh I don't know. Maybe it's just thinking was about it, it. Do you think it was an extraterrestrial or do you For think sure. it, or do you think it was something else? Like a the D word? No. Oh, no, so okay. Yeah. No, because its body was so skinny and long, it's Arms were super long, fingers were long, had those cat kind of, yeah. you know, and it was just all black, but the head big. So it would drag its finger all along the bed, and then it would just kind of go back in and go. And when I, when I approached him about it, he didn't even want to talk about it because he had had the same scary experience, but he didn't want anybody to think he was crazy. Where's this wardrobe now? I... <laughs> 
<laughs> took it out back and let my boys be boys on it. Right on. Right <laughs> yeah. on. Okay. Like, yeah. we are Turned it into firewood. Yep. <laughs> you cooked the poor alien inside. Yeah. I don't, but I never had another experience like that again. Really? But it was super creepy. And it was creepy that he had this experience and didn't want to talk about it. And then brought it over for me because I was like in this ratty place. What a nice boyfriend he was. Well, Here, you can have X, the, right? Well, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, yeah, I, but I've definitely. got a theory um, that extraterrestrials are sometimes observed people that have some kind of psychic gift. Well, for sure, because yeah. that seems to... I know that, that that former partner also had intuitive gifts that, yeah. that he didn't want to talk about. Yeah. But it, it just felt observant and creepy... Mm-hmm. But not um, intimidating. It didn't feel intimidating okay. in any way. But it it would drag its fingers how many along times did you the see bed this twice. Really? That was enough. And you didn't say want to interact and say, "Hey, what's going on? What's up?" No. 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 Yeah. <laughs> well, they there's something about it's, them. It's a different intelligence, and you can feel it. Yeah, and and, and it's, it's totally on a different. We're just we're just bugs to them, right? I guess. I, yeah, it's like, and and I've had what I believe because um, my house, like I said, and I'm convinced one of the closets that's a doorway to something. Yep, the one and, in your bedroom. Yep, that that far one. Yeah. And um, I've recorded on my phone several times on this app that I have. It's like as something's happening with that portal, if you will. Mm-hmm. You almost get this this clacking sound, and what I describe it as. When we were kids, you used to have those things called clackers, and you—I remember. Yep, the two balls yep. on the string, yep. Yep. the marbles or whatever. That sound, and I've recorded that, and those are some of my most disturbing nights where I just—I wake up and I feel like I never went to sleep. So, and do you think the clackers an indication that something's opening up at yep, that time? Yeah, I think something's I opening. Too. That sound, that yeah. something, mm-hmm. something's opening. That, that's not leaving. That's arriving. Sorry, someone just walked. Up yeah, it's here. pressure right Did there. Did you feel it? Did yep. you? I saw so, it come up the stairs. You watched it? Yeah, I watched it over here. There's pressure in the back of my head. I saw something over by the stairs, and then I lost it. But then you said, it "Oh, was here he goes again!" Yeah. And now I can feel the yeah. the buzz in the back of my head. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're talking about aliens, so I want to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. But I've recorded that sound several times. That's fascinating. Yeah. And I've also yeah. had times where, um, let me put it this way: I just know that they're around me, like that they've they've shown up, yeah. and and that dry and that's that's I believe that's been happening since I was a kid, because I remember the first time that I saw Whitley Schreiber's book. And, uh, or whatever. Yep. Yeah. and and I, I remember as soon as I saw the book, I mean, I literally the, the physical reaction I had, like I because it had a gray, yeah, it had a gray, gray on, on, the, on the cover, on the cover and right? I mean, and I literally froze, like I, I and I, it was like somebody punched me in the chest and just took all the air, out of, yeah, you know. And I think that if we've had one experience, because we've had more that we don't always remember, so That's you it. have that kind of experience that happened to me. Um, I was working in Woodstock, and then I was driving back home to Guelph. Um, I got to uh, it's so it's I think it's number two highway, right? So mm-hmm. the first one is nineteen, then it's number two mm-hmm. that two, exit yeah. where Toyota plant is. Yep. And I do not remember the rest of the drive home. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I got there. I've done that before too. Or... Where I went, yeah. how it happened. Yeah. Well, something. and then you're like, holy shit! How did I get home without yeah. killing myself? Or somebody yeah. else. You're in the driveway and you're yeah. like, oh, and yeah. I met, how, did I, how did I get here, right? I met a medium from Nova Scotia, and he described that whole experience for me. He said, you were in a car, 
I see number two. He Whoa. knew everything. He tuned right into it. And he said the same thing. He told me how many times. And that's when I had that punch in the chest for me, too. Yeah. He said 19. 19 encounters. And I'm yeah. like, I don't want to remember. Like, I'm, I've safely yeah. compartmentalized it somewhere where Any I don't Any funny little there. marks on your body that you can't explain? He asked me that. Mm-hmm. He asked John me that. John has some, right? I, I have... Um, I got a, a, a white spot here that I have a white spot on my arm too. And see, and you know what's? I thought that I had Lyme disease because when this originally happened, it had a perfect ring around it, mm-hmm. and then the ring disappeared. So that's. And you can see there's the, a light spot here that, yeah. that, that won't. Uh, that's mine. Don't you have something on your leg too? Well, yeah. So then, um, so I've, I've had that, and I also have. I woke up, you can't really see it here now, in this lighting. No, it's it's just about, it's faded, but I had a, it, it looked like, oh, there it is there, just a little, but it almost looked like a bite mark, and it was raised red. Mm-hmm. Then I had a perfect circle on my arm, and the doctor, they actually took a, a biopsy, and they did, couldn't come up with anything from it. There was, wasn't Lyme disease or anything. Um, when I was 21, I had my tonsils taken out, and I remember... You know, the whole thing. And then when you get it done when you're older, it hurts like hell on the whole bit. And I woke up, and I have, on my th- upper thigh here, I have got scars. And it looked like, you know when you put the, you're going to make cookies, and you put it in the dough, and you take it out, and then the dough's still there, but there's that little indent where you pulled. Mm-hmm. And that's what it looks like on my thigh. And oh, it's, it looks it, like fork marks, doesn't it? Well, no, there's perfect circles. Oh, okay. And there's a whole series of them, about eight across my thigh. And I remember when I was in the hospital and I, I woke up, um, I had surgery the day before and I woke up, throat's killing me. And all of a sudden I had this, it was like burning. And mm. I remember I had uh, uh, the gown, I reached under and I could feel my fingertips go in the little holes. And so then I got up and I looked, and I'm like, what the? And so when the nurse came, first thing I said was, and I can barely talk, right? And, I, and finally I, I, I scratched out, like what the hell did you guys do? Because I, I was in the hospital. Uh, working I, on my tonsils, yeah, not on my yeah, upper yeah. thigh. And, <laughs> and, and, and she just looked at me and she said, wherever that happened, that didn't happen here. She said, we worked on your tonsils. And then I was getting all these bizarre messages that I knew were bullshit. Like I'd get, it, was, it wasn't even like it was my voice. It would be another voice. And it would say, when they cut your tonsils out, they took too much and they had to get skin. And I went, that's bullshit. Like that's... Uh, yeah, and then I had another message come to me, and they all happened in the first week, the messages, and then it just stopped. And it was you, and I did come into the anesthetic bad. I can remember being restrained. And they said, you scratched yourself so hard with your nails that you gouged the skin out. But you couldn't do it in a perfect circle. It was almost like surgical. But wouldn't you have blood or something underneath your nails? like if you were doing Yeah, well, that's what I mean. There was nothing, right? And how could you do these equally spaced holes... And only go to a certain depth in each one. And it was like there was just enough skin was taken out that it left it. But I got permanent scars there. Interesting. Yeah. And and so, like, I'm... I've, and then that happened when I was 21. And I seen his book uh, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Like, I, w- I wasn't a child when I saw it. I was, like, a young man. And, I mean, I'd, I mean the reaction I had, I was just... And I actually yes. forced myself to go and buy the book. And I remember I put it on my dresser. And I got reading, I think, maybe just the forward section. And then I just, I threw it out. I couldn't do it. 
but I forced myself to look at that every day and it creeped the hell out of me. But the very first time creepy. I saw it, I was in a bookstore and I was worried people thought I was crazy because I would, uh, and I just like, <laughs> when I saw it, I mean, it it's was, a flashback, it scared right? the hell out of me. It, yeah. It's literally, yeah. like I was shaking and, and sweating and, and I'm like, wow. So it's amazing that you brought up aliens, but I have this, because this lady that we've talked about, she's seen them in her home. Yeah. We've seen them in her home. Mm. Um, and it seems like some people that have a gift, I, I wonder, are they like experimenting with the brain? Or are they trying to figure out why do you use a little bit more of your brain than somebody who doesn't? I don't know. But I, Or do they help us open up? Yeah, have they yeah. given us something that's allowed us to open up even more? There's always those questions. Yeah, yeah right? like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, and I might gut But I find is, it fascinating, all of it. And again, is it interdimensional? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just, is it, is I it think all of them are. I, think I agree. Bigfoot, yeah. dogman, spirits, aliens, I think they all use the same yeah. portals or dimensions or what, or, or they're all in different dimensions, but they can use the same portals. You know, like, and someone said it's almost like, it's like, uh, you know, we all have the same internet provider all on the same cable that runs underground, but we, but we don't, we're not aware of each other. Mm-hmm. using the same travel lane yeah, travel yeah. system right exactly so and I mean scientists have uh, said proven the existence of dimensions yeah. right? mm-hmm. and now they're actually starting to teleport protons I think oh, the kidding. Chinese have done it the Americans have done it well, here we go. so uh, you know what do you think the significance of, of it dragging its hand around the bed did anything come to you about that? Why? It just, it was the creepiest. It was, I don't know if it was like letting me know that it was there. If it was picking up a vibration or energy that's coming from mm-hmm. me at nighttime. Because our subconscious goes somewhere else at night, yep. right? Yep. So was it communicating that way? Is that why I woke up? But right. you could, mm-hmm. if that's how he was picking up what was going on. But then it just, it and walked with no sense of rushing like aware that i'm there but not going to move any faster than what he was going to do right you know wow yeah the only other time that i've been like so i had those scratches from before i had that whatever this is um was two summers ago clearing a property. I knew that I was having to go clear a property and I was coming down the stairs in my home and it felt like somebody hit me with a curling iron, like this hot curling iron. And when I looked down, uh, we have pictures of it. There's a big red... um, Mark on your arm? Welt, looks like a burn, looked like a burn. And the interesting thing about all of that when I finally got to the property is the woman that owned the property had the exact same burn mark on her leg on the same leg. Wow. wow. So. Yep. So you think that was some something trying to say, stay away? Stay away. Look at what Don't I can do? Don't come to the property. Right, right, okay. Don't yeah. come to the property. That one cleared easier than the, the wow. one I had to go to on the weekend. Wow. But nasty creatures are out there yeah there's a lot of stuff out there that we don't uh, Mm -hmm. don't have any clue about and you know all these elementals and you know these cryptids and it's not just folklore oh it's not at all and there's truth there's a glimmer of truth behind all of them right Mm -hmm. And I don't think we'll ever really get the full truth because to me we were we were discussing this earlier right you get 
information so you feel like you're making headway and understanding what it is and it's almost like they feed us that information that leads us to the next step we get a little more information mm-hmm. and then we get a hit a dead end and we can't go anywhere else so are mm-hmm. they observing us and are they creating our experience in to the level that they will only let us have right right mm-hmm. yeah yeah because yeah. it yeah. feels like you start into the rabbit hole and you keep going and exactly we love the mystery of it all oh right? for yeah. sure so yeah. that's what makes that's why we do this that's what makes it for interesting, sure right? it's the wonder yeah. of it yeah it's the wonder like because could you ever imagine if they actually definitively def- definitively proved that bigfoot existed like if they dragged a body out and said look at you know, we'd all be like, oh. It would kind of be, yeah, that's really sad. cool. And then we'd be like, yeah, oh. mystery's gone. Yeah, yeah. 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 all right. You know, how yeah. about that Loch Ness monster? You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. And then we'd all be There's like, There's a Canadian version Ogo of that. Pogo or yeah. something. Yeah. 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 BC, I think. Yeah. So, anyway, thank you for being on the podcast. Yes. Yeah, thanks we'll for We'll have to have you back for sure one day. If people want to check you out, what you do, where can they reach you? So, um, so Carrie Lynn Shellhorn, uh, Shellhorn, just how it sounds, uh, .com is the website. There's links to the, I had a television show with Rogers, so the link uh, to all the old, old episodes are there. Cool. Uh, Facebook uh, as well, too, and Twitter, so awesome. you can connect there. Very cool. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, thanks yeah, for definitely. having me. Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com.